Every story needs a hero, and every story needs a villain. Welcome to the maiden voyage of Hero and the Villain. My name is Drew Brozovich. I am a personal trainer and a life coach in training and a guy with a lot of mileage on his tires. So I thank you for hitting play and enjoying this first podcast, one of many it will be. This is like starting a band for any musicians out there. You know full well when you start a new band and you get your songs rehearsed and you finally book that first show that you usually will have out of the hundreds of people that you invite to the show, you'll probably have about 14 people that really show up. Because let's be honest, uh, you're uh, a band that nobody knows, so you have to kind of promote to your friends and get them to show up on a Tuesday night at 7 o'clock as you're opening for other local bands at a local dive bar. That's just how it works. And musicians know this. So the 14 of you that are listening to this for the first time, I very much appreciate it. Uh, And there's going to be some people that are here because they started on podcast number 34, and they're probably really lost. What is this subject matter? I feel like I am buried in terms that are uh, above me or above my pay grade. That is the equivalent of trying to watch Avengers Infinity War before really knowing anything about the MCU, like Thanos would be completely uh, uh, foreign to you. So that's where you go, okay, I'm not going to watch Infinity War. I'm going to go back and watch Iron Man and work my way through the movie. So when I get back to Infinity War and Endgame, I actually know what's going on. So, so for those folks, I say thank you. So now that we've gotten all that introductory stuff out of the way, now we can finally get down, as I like to say, to the fucking bone of it. Because ultimately, you're probably wondering why it's called a hero and the villain for the 14 that are listening for the first time. I have discovered uh, the teachings of Carl Jung, the philosopher, uh, his work on shadow work. Okay, And I'm basically obsessed with duality, the light and dark sides of a human being and the world in general. And as soon as I discovered this, I fell in love with it. It instantly spoke to me. And I could relate to it. And I instantly started doing the shadow work on myself as well. So I came up with the idea of, well, how can I put this uh, into a podcast? And really quickly, uh, as I'm about three minutes into this, we will get to everything. It's the first podcast. You got to cut me some slack. For the folks out there that are very, very into this subject, that are maybe gone to school to become therapists, uh, that know all the technicalities of it. Uh, this is going to be something where I kind of dumb things down because there's a lot of people out there that have not gone there. And we live in a world where people want something that's a little bit easier to digest. And because I want to try to help as many people as possible, I'm going to have to bring it back to layman's terms for a little bit, if you don't mind. So for those people that are very technically sound on the subject, Relax, have a cup of tea, don't fret. You already know what I'm going to probably talk about. I'm going to put it in a fun way uh, so people can go, oh, I get this. Uh, Okay, this makes sense. 
All right. So now we got that part out of the way. Hero and the villain. This is all about Carl Jung's shadow work, his work on uh, bringing forth the shadow self that we all have inside of us. Okay. We all have this. We all have a hero inside of us and we all have a villain inside of us. And they are constantly kind of trying to, I wouldn't say take control of you, but they definitely are jockeying for position more than you think. Now for the people out there that like to say, well, I don't have that side to me. Yeah, you do. We all do. You're not special. So just stop with that. The people that say that more often, chances are they need to do the work more than anybody else. And we'll get to why in a few moments. So why hero and the villain? I said duality, the light and dark. We're going to put it in terms of hero the villain like superheroes and villains because that is really easy for people to identify with. We've all seen Superman and Zod. We've all seen Batman and the Joker. Uh, Captain America and Red Skull, um, Iron Man and Thanos. I mean, there's there's always going to be some sort of a villain out there for every superhero. And we'll talk a lot about the hero side, but I don't know about you. The villain side has always fascinated me much more. Villains are very interesting. Um, and a lot of the times they kind of mirror heroes in a way when you think about it. The only thing the hero is, is he's battling with his inner good to try to do the good thing. The villain just kind of wants to do more reckless things. Or do they? And that's what we're going to kind of dive into here. So hero, that is your personal code of good. We think because we have uh, this side that we truly know who we are. This is the side of you that is uh, empathetic, compassionate, you know, loves to kiss a puppy on the head, likes to play with kids, uh, likes to help and volunteer for old folks, wants to go to school to become a doctor to save lives. Uh, this is typically like, you know, more or less your hero side, your light side, the opposite of dark. Uh, and we all have that side. Unless somebody is, shall we say, um, so far down a sociopathic, uh, psychotic uh, way of life that they've blocked the good side out completely. Most people do for, for the sake of the podcast. We'll say most people have that good side and cultivate that good side on a regular basis. So that's the easy part. Now, have you ever said something harsh or snappy that you regret? Like just flown off the handle, like out of nowhere. And it could have been something small or it could have been something large, but we'll say it's just something that just could be barely noticeable on the blip of your day. Like, let's say for some reason you went like full Karen and decided to yell at a cashier who has no semblance of power in their job and you're yelling at them because something happened that you did not like, knowing full well that they can't fix it. Okay. And then later on, you're like, why did I do that? What? 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 Why, would I, why would I yell at that girl at Target? You know? Hopefully you ask yourself that question, and that's it's kind of it's called a blind spot, that lack of control. That is a part of your villain. Now, you might be saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Villains in movies through buildings, they, uh, they terrorize people. Like, why would that little small outburst be a part 
of my villain self. Well, that's why we're listening, (laughs) isn't it? That's why we're here listening, because we're curious about that. So the villain represents a hidden side of the human psyche. These are parts that are viewed as unacceptable, um, that are repressed, that are deeply rooted in us, that we view as ugly, dark, brutal, parts that we lock away that are too scary and too gross to face, or they are formed by shame, and that can be the same thing. You can have these ugly parts that have been formed by shame, and then you try to lock them away, Uh, or thoughts and desires that your ego cannot or doesn't accept. Uh, Depending on the right circumstances, the villain self uh, can have a weird positive side too, we'll get into eventually. Um, The most important part of all this is that the villain, um, like in a film, can provide insight and revelation into what needs to be done with you. But the villain can also do damage if it's not integrated properly with your hero self. This is what we call repression. And then the most important part, and this is the part that I love the most because I love when people think that they are cured of something. Your inner villain, ladies and gentlemen, cannot be destroyed. It will resurface from time to time. Just like a villain in a franchise with 90 sequels. Your villain has a little bit of Jason Voorhees in him, and no matter how many times you try to deal with him or kill him, that will still pop up here and there. The work is never-ending. How you deal with it determines how often that villain tries to interfere with other parts of your life. And in order to deal with this villain, here's the best part. You have to sit with the villain. You have to sit down with it, all of its ugly, uncomfortable parts, right into the dirt. You gotta put your ass right into the ground, reach out and hold its hand and look it right in the eye. Man, I don't know about the listeners out there, the faithful 14, but I have this, shall I call it a fetish? I don't know if it's a fetish. I really like digging into myself and finding uncomfortable, ugly, dark parts of myself and working on them because I know what happens. And when I do any time in my life, when I have not, they have ran over me in the worst of ways. But when I confront them and I sit down with them and I really stare at them, learn the wrinkles of its face, um, all of that, I enjoy that because uncomfortable, disturbing, as Stephen Jesse Bernstein once said, I like to think that if something is disturbing, it is important. I've always loved that line. If you know who Stephen Jesse Bernstein is, uh, look up his work. He was a famous beat poet, uh, spoken word guy from the Northwest who died of a heroin overdose a long time ago, but he has an album called Prison, which is one of the things that raised me. (laughs) it's one of those discs that like stayed with me forever and uh, really had a lot to do with shaping me as a young man. But yeah, that line always stuck with me and I've always enjoyed that line because I'm like, okay, 
Something disturbs me. This, this matters. Something jolts me if it rattles my cage. It matters. I need to know what this is. I know people run from it because it's uncomfortable, and I see it in people all the time. I see when people talk about something that's uncomfortable to them that they get really tense. They, they, they try to deflect it. They try to uh, act like it's not there. They put on a fake smile. They, they say something really translucent you know, and transparent that uh, lets you know that like, okay, they're aware of it. They just, they're fucking scared of it. You know, I see it all the time. I've seen it in uh, family members. I've seen it in friends. I've seen it in lovers. Uh, I've seen it in just people that I don't know very well when they kind of lean towards a subject and they're not sure if they should talk about it. Then instantly like, I can't go there. Yep. Yep, that means that you got to sit with your villain, folks. That's what that means. Now, now that you know what the villain is, now that you know what you have to do, we're going to break up this podcast into a couple parts because I'm not going to just blow my load on the first podcast. Let's be honest. That would just be bad for ratings. (laughs) Yes, because the ratings are through the roof on episode number one, Drew. Um, I want to kind of break up this into a couple sections. And because we're on the hero and the villain topic, and we will be for a while. So get, get comfy, grab a coffee, kick up your feet. You know, We're going to be here for a bit. Um, plus, I did this photo shoot and these graphics for it. So it's pretty much going to be the name of the podcast no matter what. So let's be honest. Um, We're going to break it up into three sections because I like the entertainment aspect of this. And I think that more people would be privy to work on this if they uh, had some frame of reference, shall we say. Movies. Movies. We all love a good movie, right? We all love a good movie. We do. We all have a favorite. Movies are basically, unless you're Quentin Tarantino, are kind of structured the same way. There's the introduction, it sets the stage, and then there's the confrontation in act number two. And then act number three is generally, whereas my friend uh, Seth Broman, aka Grim Life, would say, uh, directors drop the ball, is the resolution in the third act. Uh, shout out to Grim Life Design. He is uh, one of my uh, oldest uh, bros, and I love him dearly. Grim Life, G-R-Y-M Life. Check his stuff out. He's an amazing artist. Buy something and hang it on your wall. Uh, but he's he reviews movies a lot. And he's very good at reviewing movies, and he always talks about the third act kind of dropping. And wouldn't you know it, in the concept of hero and the villain, a lot of people also have a really hard time getting to that third act resolution because of how much damage the villain does in that second act. Yes, but we're not going to get there yet, okay, as we're getting close to the 15-minute mark, and I want to kind of keep these semi-brief. We are starting, of course, with episode one, and we're going to be hanging out here for a little bit, because you know who your hero is, your best self, that Captain America that's inside of you, want to do good, oh, that superhero or that supergirl, but do you really know who your villain is? And that is what I'm going to challenge you to sit with between now and episode two, because there's a lot of different ways you can work on um, that 
second act, the confrontation. There's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about there. We're going to be hanging out in between one and two for quite a while. So your homework, folks, so your homework, folks, is, and really quickly, if you get to a place while trying to do this, it gets really, really bad by all means. This is where you have to call a counselor or a therapist and really do some hardcore work. So I want to put that out there real quick, all right, because I love y'all, is to really tap in to the ugliest side of yourself that you have not dealt with, okay? Whatever you've been repressing, whatever is shamed, tabooed, disturbing parts of you that you avoid, but for some reason those parts keep creeping up in other areas of your life, sit down identify the shadow, AKA your villain. And then we will go from there. All right. Podcast number one is now complete. I'm going to take my hero and my villain and see what they want for lunch. Sometimes it's a battle. Next time I will actually talk about my own villain a bit more as well, because I have done a lot of work on that villain. Oh boy tell you what he looks like. I'll tell you what he does uh, and tell you exactly what the root of him is. For now, this has been Drew. We'll see you on the next one. Girl in the Village.